him 45, all hail the power. Him 45, him 45, all hail the power. Heavenly Father, Lord, we're so thankful to be here uh, in this uh, holy place, Father, uh, this evening, Lord. And Father, this is just a rehearsal for the everlasting songs that we will sing with you in glory, Father, for those of us who are born again, children of God. And we just want to say thank you, Father, for your undeserving uh, um, mercy and, and grace that you've uh, given us, Lord. And, and so, Father, right now, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you'll be with the preaching tonight. I uh, pray that uh, your Holy Spirit, Father, will just stir our spirits, Lord, even in the midst of this uh, midweek worship, Lord, while we have so many uh, things going on outside of these walls, Lord, with the Christmas shopping and the Christmas traffic and, and all the hustle and bustle. But, Father, we just pray, Lord, that uh, you'll just allow us to uh, have this, uh, this moment of quietness, Lord, where it will be a blessed quietness, Father, as we... Uh, sing praises to your name, and as we delve into your word tonight, we just thank you so much for this opportunity. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. And you may be seated as we turn to hymn 435. Hymn 435, when the roll is called up yonder. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. I'll be there. 
Hymn 435, hymn 435, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Sing along. Oh, when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more, and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, or when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be on that bright and cloudy morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and the glory of his resurrection share. When his chosen ones shall gather to their home beyond the skies and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Last verse, sing out loud now. Uh, let us labor for the master from the dawn to setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up Yonder, when the roll is called up, yonder, when the roll is called up, yonder, or oh, when the roll is called up, yonder, I'll be there. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, it, just think, it'll be nice and cold in a couple of days. It's pretty nice outside. Uh, I'd rather it be hot any day. Amen. I mean, it's just it, I, I just don't, cold is just not one of my things. Y'all like cold weather? Uh, something, if you like cold weather, something is, I think, bad wrong with you. Um, <laughs> bulletins, uh, real quick, let me, uh, not much in it, uh, just that we need to remember other than uh, Christmas is uh, on Sunday this year, and uh, we are going to have service, 10 o'clock, 10 a.m., one service, no Sunday school, but we will have one service beginning at 10, all right? And uh, we're going uh, we're gonna to start at 10, and then we'll be through sometime around 11, a little after, uh, but we're going to have service in honor of the Lord's birthday. That's what we ought to do, Amen. And uh, not only that, but did you know that Christmas will not come around again for another 11 years on a Sunday? Really? 11 wow. years. Wow. Uh, you know, for folks that only come to church on Easter and Christmas, if they're lost, may not ever see them again. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so I want to encourage you, please come and uh, encourage someone to come with you. Uh, this Sunday, the 25th at 10 o'clock uh, on uh, Christmas Sunday in honor of the Lord's birthday. So please do not uh, forget about that. And then we'll 
update our bulletin this coming Lord's Day, all right? Uh, anyone need a prayer sheet? If you need a prayer sheet, just slip your hand up. Uh, Brother Benjamin, he's back there to fix that up for you. Uh, please remember Brother Dennis. I talked to him today. Uh, he's still in physical therapy. He'll be there for another 10 days anyway. <laughs> but I talked to him today, and he said, Preacher, they're killing me in here. <laughs> and I said, and they get paid good money for that. So, uh, but he's, uh, again, uh, he's telling me about some of the pictures, you know, because they, of the back surgery they did. But pray for him. Uh, he is, you know, going through it. The, the pain has to be difficult at best. So uh, keep him in your prayers. And Miss Susie, as she watches over him while he's in physical therapy. Remember, he still does dialysis. He goes to physical therapy twice a day and uh, uh, dialysis three times a week. So, man, that's got to be difficult. So please keep him in your prayer. Also, remember to pray for Brother Gary Lund. Uh, they put a port in for him. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. And they, that has to be there for, I think, like three months or so before they can use it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, his kidney functions are down to 6%. So pray for him uh, that uh, they, they were talking about another uh, type, some other type of port for that till they could use the other. So please uh, keep him in your prayers. He's dealing with his eyes and some things of that nature. Uh, so please pray for him uh, in a special way. All right. Uh, again, remember to pray for all of our folks. We've got some that are still uh, not feeling well. I counted probably about 25 folks that were out. Sunday that uh, some were not uh, just some were just out of pocket some were uh, sick so pray for our people that they'll have a, a great Christmas this Sunday but just pray that if we can be here that everyone will be back in their place and those that were sick will be uh, better and uh, so uh, please lift uh, keep them in your prayers uh, I, uh, I do would like to add my grandbaby uh, Eleanor she was sick the other day, had pink eye in both eyes and strep throat, so she was, her little eyes, and she was still, you know, children will play no matter how sick they are, uh, but she's done a little better today, but I ask you to keep her uh, in your prayers about her pink eye as well, all right? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer and uh, pray for these on our, our list, remembering a special prayer for these that we've mentioned tonight. And uh, so if you'll pray along with me, that I would appreciate that. Dear Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. Uh, Lord, we uh, pray, God, a, a special prayer for these that we have mentioned tonight. Lord, Brother Dennis, uh, God, as he's going through physical therapy, Lord, on, the, on his uh, back surgery and on his neck, God, we pray for him that, Lord, that the next few days he'll just have a, a good uh, recovery, quick recovery, Lord, and God, that you'd be with him and Miss Susie as, Lord, I, uh, they're going to have to spend Christmas there in the physical therapy uh, hospital, so, Lord, be with them. Lord, we also pray a special prayer for Brother Gary Lund, Lord, who's just had the port put in, and, God, his kidney functions, Lord, are, are at 6%, and so, God, I pray for him and ask you, God, to be with him. Lord, when I think of Brother Gary and his uh, kidney function, Lord, I think of Brother uh, Taylor, Lord, how you took care of his kidney for uh, a long time, God, and when his kidney functions would go down, Lord, we would, we'd pray for him, and, and his functions would go back up, and so, Lord, I pray, God, asking if it be your will that you'd be with Brother Gary, and his uh, kidney functions would go back up, Lord, so they, they don't have to do 
anything extra on him. And God, that the time would go by quickly with no problems, Lord, while they wait on this other port to get to where they could use it. So, Lord, be with him, be with Miss Mary and their family, Lord. And uh, God, we just pray should be with them, Lord. Be with Miss uh, little Ellie, Lord, as she, with her eyes. And God, we pray should, uh, Lord, just help her. I know pink eyes pretty. Uh, contagious thing and so Lord we just pray for that you'd help her in that and then God we pray uh, Lord again for all of our folks that have been sick Lord I uh, I think of Brother Maker who's dealing with cancer we lift him up in prayer this evening God I also think of, of, of Miss uh, Erica Lord you'd please be with her and God as she's faithful God even as she's going through uh, chemotherapy God we pray that you'd be with her God we pray for uh, uh, Miss Leah, Lord, as uh, God, she's uh, having another baby, and we pray that you'd give her strength, Lord, and, and Lord, keep her and the baby healthy. Uh, God, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us here at Central Park Baptist Church, God, and uh, Lord, how you've been good to us this month, and God, we've uh, had two additional families that have come to the church, and we've baptized those, and, and God, we're thankful for that, but Lord, the year's not over. God, there's still another Sunday, Lord, on Christmas Day. And, Lord, it sure be an awesome thing to see someone come and get saved. The Lord passed from death unto life, Lord, on your birthday. What a great gift that would be to have the gift of eternal life on your birthday. And so, Lord, we pray and ask you, dear God, to please help us, Lord, Sunday. Help us to have a, a good day. Help us to have a Christ-honoring day, Lord. And, God, help us to come together as a church and honor you on your birthday and but, Lord, I pray, God, that you'd be with us in a special way. Lord, we continue to pray also for Brother uh, Wujin, Lord, as we wait on his uh, immigration papers. God, I lift him up, Lord, and ask you to, Lord, please, uh, uh, Lord, just I pray that the person, when they see his paperwork and they go over it, that they'll approve that first time through. And, Lord, there'll be no difficulties with it whatsoever. We pray, God, also for uh, the Korean ministry here, God, and Lord, they, they had two visitors Sunday, and Lord, the, these folks were talking about bringing someone with them this coming Lord's Day. And so, God, we just pray and ask, Lord, to, to please be with them. The one lady that was there in their uh, service this past Sunday raised her hand, Lord, in their service that she was not saved. And so, Lord, I pray that you, dear Holy Spirit, would begin to work in her heart, and God, that she would realize her need of a Savior. And, uh, Lord, she's supposed to be here Sunday. God, again, uh, that'd be an awesome thing to see a young lady, Lord, come to know Jesus Christ on Christmas Day. And so, Lord, we pray for her and ask you, dear God, to move in her heart in a special way. Help Brother uh, Choi, the father, as he uh, preaches and, and teaches them about the Lord Jesus Christ. So be with them in a special way in that as well. We thank you, Lord, for now what you're going to do with us in our Bible study. We ask your blessings upon us tonight. God, may everything that we do and say bring glory and honor to your holy name giving you praise for it lord and we pray your blessing upon this offering bless the gift and the giver and we give you praise in jesus name amen if you have an offering you please come
you're able to rise, we would love for you to join us in singing hymn 587 at Calvary. Hymn 587 at Calvary. At the conclusion of this hymn, we would ask that you please turn around and, and greet your neighbors. Even go across the aisle and greet your neighbors. Uh, at Calvary 587. At Calvary 587. This should be a familiar hymn, so we want everyone to, to sing out. At Calvary 587. Here we go. Uh, years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died. my sin I'd learned then I trembled at the law I'd spurned heal my guilty soul imploring turn to Calvary mercy there was great and grace was free pardon there was multiplied to me then my burden so found liberty at Calvary Raptor soul can only sing of Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burden so found liberty at Calvary. Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. Then my burden so finally Please greet each other at this time. For a while there, I didn't think was one of them that was going to be here. <laughs> and then they just, and then a wave of them just came in. <laughs> Amen. Daniel chapter 7. That's right after Daniel chapter 6. Just in case you need, didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and before 8. Daniel chapter 7. And uh, if you find Daniel chapter 7, if you'll please stand in honor of reading the Word of God, we'll begin in verse 9 and we'll read down through verse 13. Uh, 9 through verse 13, all right? Found your place, say amen. amen. 
I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancients of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like a fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. And I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him uh, near before him. Now, Father, we pray that you'd bless the reading of your word tonight, and I pray, God, that you'd help me as we, uh, Lord, study these next few verses, and help me again, Father, to uh, stay in the context of the word of God, and I'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. You know, one of the problems when you study and and interpret prophecy is that uh, as the Old Testament prophets looked to the future, oftentimes it kind of converged with the present. Amen. Amen. Uh, and I was trying to think of a good way to il illustrate that would be like driving toward a mountain range. If you're way off out in the distance and you're driving to a mountain range, it looks like one. You follow me? And you're thinking, man, alive, how am I ever going to get, how am I going to get around that or get over that? Well, the closer you get, you realize it's not one, it's two. And then there's a valley in the middle. Are y'all still here? Say amen. Uh, I mean, the closer you get, the, the two, there's two peaks, there's a valley in the middle. Well, it's the same way here. You see Daniel, Isaiah, and Jeremiah, they looked to the future, and they saw the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, they saw him as coming to be born and coming to reign. Two peaks. But when they looked at it, they looked at it like it was one. Are y'all still kind of, y'all looking at me awful funny. Y'all still with me? Say amen. All right. I, I can tell you're thinking. I can tell some of you are thinking because I see smoke. All right. I, just, it's, I'm just, I know you're, you're hanging in there. Now, what they did not realize, when I say they, I'm talking about Daniel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and these prophets, what they didn't realize was that it was two peaks, two separate events, separ separated by a lot of years. In other words, there's a valley in, the, in between. And to give you an example, look in Isaiah chapter 61. Uh, Isaiah uh, chapter 61, and look in verse 1 and 2. Get over here. Isaiah chapter 61 it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. Now, watch this. This is a prophecy concerning the first coming of the Lord Jesus. Now watch, it, it lists the things Jesus would do when he came. But then he adds the day of vengeance, you see that, of our Lord. This is associated with the second coming. 
Okay, now y'all can go back and read this. When the Lord read this passage, if you look over in the New Testament, uh, when he was in the synagogue and he read this or spoke this to describe his earthly ministry at that time, watch, he stopped before this line about vengeance, even though it was part of the sentence. He closed the book. And think about this, he closed the book because that part of prophecy would not happen for what we know now for at least 2,000 years. There's a valley in between. And so here in Daniel 7, the same, this same type thing happens. Daniel was talking about the ancient kingdoms. Then he mentions the ten horns of the Roman Empire and at that time takes us to the time when the Lord will come again. Now, all in this passage about the king uh, and the Antichrist and the Son of Man is removed from Daniel 7 and, and verse 7 by over 2,000 years or the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, the Lord has not come yet. Now, there's some that believe he has, and I've said this before, but listen, if he's come and I'm stuck here, then I'm going to be upset because he promised me, he said, I go away to prepare a place for you, and if I come again, I will do what? Receive you unto myself, that what? Where I am, there ye may be also. So, listen, when he comes, I promise you, if you're saved, born again, child of God, you'll know it. Amen. Amen. Uh, but I want you to notice here first the ancient of days. This chapter is the only chapter in the Bible where the Ancient of Days is mentioned. Uh, it's, the, it's the only passage in Scripture that pictures God in human form. Now, Dan, God's not human. He's a spirit. And we can all say amen. But Daniel visualizes God as we would see God if we could understand what he would look like. Have you ever tried to explain something that you, you know, you, you, you see it in your mind? You, well, a good example, what, heaven. Listen, we have, we have little snippets of what heaven's going to look like, like in Scripture, but the, God reminds us and said, Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath entered into the mind of man. In other words, we can't even imagine what heaven's going to be like. Our minds cannot go there. Listen, a, a sinful mind cannot comprehend the sinlessness of what heaven's going to be like. Just don't have that. Well, here we see Daniel trying to give us an idea of what God would look like. And, and he sees God the Father as the Ancient of Days. In other words, he's trying to describe to us uh, first his eternity. He is, watch this, the ancient of days, which means ancient in days. It means the one who has been forever here. The one who never had a beginning. Listen, I, I don't know how to explain that. If you can explain God, then listen, I'm telling you, I, I, mean, I mean, if you can, I mean, I don't even know what to say after that. But listen, no one can do that. Uh, you and I, know, I mean, we can't even comprehend God. Right. We try to. We try to do our best. And, and Daniel's trying to give us an idea, and he calls him the ancient of days. But listen, God was never born. He is forever, and he has been forever. Right. I mean, that's the, best I can, that's the best we can do. But God is eternal. 
uh, Daniel also tries to talk about his purity. Notice what he said. He said, whose garment was white as snow. Now, whenever we see the term white as snow in the Bible, it's a picture of absolute purity. Listen, Daniel's trying to let us know that God is holy in his character. Have you ever had anybody ask you, well, what if God could sin? He can't. There's no such thing as an if when it comes to God. God could not sin. He could have never sinned. He can't even comprehend sin. Listen, he, he turned his back on his own son because of sin. Uh, I mean, so there's no such thing as if God could sin. Listen, God is completely holy in his character. And so Daniel, again, is trying to give us an idea of what he looks like. And he says, whose garment was white as snow. But notice he talks also about his majesty. He says, again, the ancient of days did sit. Now, think about this and try to picture in your mind a courtroom. Because if you read the rest of this, this is kind of what we're looking at. Uh, all the people come in. Have you ever... If you ever watch, I watch Judge Judy, okay? And when the door opens to her chamber, guess what? Guess what the guy over here, the, the bailiff says, you, remember, you know what he says? All rise. Why? Because the judge is coming in. Well, I'm telling you, the Bible, you read it, all these people are here. We're going to get to that in a minute. But when he comes in, he sits down. Listen, the judge takes his place. He sits, which speaks of his authority. As God, the righteous judge, takes his position, and he is about to judge the world. Now watch this, and keep reading. His throne is a flame, and wills are a flame, which speaks of divine judgment. And I've, I read some commentators when it talks about the wheels of flame, and, it, and they think that that means that the judgment of God is ready at any moment and can go anywhere. And the flame often speaks of the judgment of Almighty God. It talks about a purification process. And so we see that God here, he says that the, uh, the throne is a flame and wheels are a flame, again, which speaks of divine judgment. And if you look in Hebrews, and you can write these verses down, chapter 12 and verse 29, it says, For our God is a consuming fire. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel. Now, when it talks about uh, obeying not the gospel, that's talking about those who have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, judgment is coming, which comes right into the next point. It, it talks about his authority. Again, God is seated on the throne. And if you look, in, look back in Daniel chapter 7, and, and I want to read this, and it says, A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him. Listen, this is talking about uh, the countless number of angels who are there that are at the bidding of God and ready to do whatever he tells them. Listen, all, we know that a third of all the angels left and followed after Satan. Are y'all like, amen? A third. I don't know how many that is, but evidently it was a lot. I mean, because there's still a bunch of them that are still in heaven. And these angels are there to be at God's bidding. And listen, and God has angels that take care of the business that he wants them to take care of. 
So we see that there's a thousand thousands. Listen, and and then notice it says, then there's 10,000 times 10,000 that stood before him. You know what's happening? It says the judgment was set and the books were opened. Hebrews 9.27, it's a verse of scripture we all are familiar with. It says, it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Listen, a lot of people think when you get put in the ground that that's it. Not according to what God said. Listen, a lot of them think that man, once it's over, it's over. Not if there's not if there's truth in this book, that's not what happens. And I believe that this is all truth. Listen, we'll and we see it right here in Daniel chapter seven. Look over in Revelation chapter twenty. Revelation chapter 20, and look in verse 11 through 15. It says, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called... Oh, no, that's not it. That's 19. Oh, let me, I didn't think that sounded right. Revelation 20, oh yeah, verse 11, here it is. I've got it marked, in fact. It says, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Listen, you ever got in trouble when you were little and, and you knew when your daddy got home you was in trouble? And you, you know, and you know, I know what I did. I ran and hid. Well, according to this verse, there's going to be no place to go. It says no place for them. Why? Because judgment's coming. Look in verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. There it is again. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Listen. This record here in Daniel 7 speaks of the fairness of divine judgment. Listen, nothing is done by hearsay. All right? I mean, it's all done by recorded facts. You say, well, how do you know that? Well, the books were opened. Um, I mean, no evidence is going to be suppressed. There's not going to be any crooked lawyers there in the courtroom to try to twist judgment. No, listen, I'm telling you, God's going to judge. And he is a righteous judge. He is a holy judge. He is a fair judge. And and we're going to see that. The ancient of days, the holy and righteous judge himself is going to pass judgment. And listen, and it may seem like chaos here on this earth. But listen, but I'm telling you, you, but God's still in control. You say, how do you know that? Because he is sitting on the throne. Have you ever... Uh, when when it's chaos all around, listen, and have you ever seen anybody that's just like, you know, oh, well, no, most times it, if there's chaos everywhere, everybody's, it, you know, trying to do something. Not God. He is seated, is seated on his throne and lets us know that he is all authority and he is sovereign and he is, con- he is in complete control of everything that's going on here on this planet. But here we see the Ancient of Days. And we see the the books are being opened. 
And he lets us know that there's a day coming when man is going to stand before him. And listen, and by the way, God's a fair, God, God is fair. If you look in, back over in Revelation if, and notice what it says, it says that, that every man will be judged according to their works. You know why? Because God's fair. Listen, if people think that their, their works are going to get them to heaven, God's going to say, okay, let's see. And he's going to take the fire of his judgment and that fire, listen, his fire of judgment is going to be burning here and, and he's going to take all the wood and the hay and the stubble of our works and he's going to throw them into the fire of his judgment and the only thing that's going to stand is those things that are covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything else is going to be burned away. And listen, and if your name, you know, if, and I'm just thinking, off the top of my head, if, if God were to take the Lamb's Book of Life, and throw it into the fire of His judgment, you know what it would do? It would stand. You know why? Because it's covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Eternal in the heavens. That is my salvation. And that is your salvation. If you're a born-again child of God, you are eternally secure in the heavens. Your name has been written down in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and can't anything ever take it out. You're, you're sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. Blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, and then God the Father. Listen, I'm telling you, nobody, not even Satan himself, can get us out of the Father's hand. No man, the Bible says, can pluck you out of the Father's hand. Look in verse 11 and 12. I've got to quit. Uh, these verses tell us the beast was slain, and I like this part. I wanted to try to get here. Uh, who was the beast? The beast is the Antichrist. And if you notice in verse 11 uh, of chapter 7, Look what it says, I beheld then because of the voice of the great words, I'll do this and then we'll stop. I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Now watch this, this horn from the fourth beast represents the fourth beast. And what's going on, listen, he's in the courtroom and God, is, the judge is seated on the throne and he starts speaking out. Have you ever seen somebody that's tried to speak out over the judge in the courtroom? And I've seen judges do this. They say, get him out of here. Just take him out. And the bailiff comes right over there and grabs, snatches them up and hauls them right out. Well, watch this. The Antichrist is in the throne room of God, and God is judging him, and he gets belligerent, and he's blaspheming. And guess what God does? He get, gets him up, and he cast him into the lake of fire. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now watch, this ain't the end. Not yet. I mean, he speaks out. And, and I'm thinking, I just wrote this, he's probably trying to talk over God. But God immediately takes care of him and, and, and has him thrown in, the Bible says, the burning flame. Listen, Romans 6.23 talks to us about the, the wages of sin. For the wages of sin is death yeah and for all have sin yeah we all have something in common we're all sinners amen y'all better say amen we're all sinners but there's saved sinners and they're lost sinners i'm saved sinner but i'm still a sinner saved by grace amen well this is the antichrist now watch this is not satan 
Satan's going to be cast into the lake of fire later. But the first two to be thrown into the uh, uh, thrown in are the beast and the false prophet, Revelation chapter 19 and verse 20. And they're thrown in as God from heaven judges them guilty of sin and rebellion. I am looking for the day that, that they get thrown in. Have you ever seen somebody that just seems like that it doesn't, no matter how wicked they are and how bad they live, seem like everything is always going good? Listen, I'm telling you, this, ain't, it, this isn't it. One of these days, it'll be over. Well, here we can see it. The, the, the Antichrist, the, the, his cup of iniquity is full, and God says, that's enough. One of these days, God's going to say the same thing. God's going to say, well, the, the time is full. In the fullness of time, God, is a, God has a date written down uh, on his calendar, and it says, the, the, it says rapture, such and such date, such and such time. And when that time comes, listen, the fullness of time is ready. God's going to turn to the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's going to say, time is ready. Go get them. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to come and get us. Listen, God help us to understand what's going on here when we're seeing this in Daniel. Well, verse 12 simply lets us know that God is merciful. We're talking about God being fair. Now watch this. I'm going to mention this, and then I'm quitting. I said that already, but I really mean it this time. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken from them. You know what that's telling us? That God's in control. People that have authority or they have power, it's only because God allows it. But then it says, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Listen, God in his mercy gives some more time for repentance than others. You say, well, why does he do that? Because he's God. He can do what he wants. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. But I do know that God is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Listen, I'm, I'm ready for the Lord. Wouldn't it be neat if the Lord come back on Christmas Day? Oh, man. When the, when the sun just starts peeking up over, over in the east, and I mean, and the clouds are there, and you can just barely see the sun up, the sky's a little red, and uh, some places in blue and others, and and, and, and you, you don't even have to get out of bed. You just open one eye, and, man, and the next thing you know, you hear the trump of God sound. You hear the voice of God say, come up hither. And you know what? We're out. What a great Christmas present. I would take that. And you know what? We don't even have to unwrap it. Because flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And this corruption must this corruption must put off incorruption, or, or this corruption will put on incorruption. This mortal will put on immortality, and then we shall be forever with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me ask you: Are you ready? Um, what you getting for the Lord for Christmas? His birthday. Have you thought about what you're going to give him? You know, I had one little little boy one time. I said, what you going to give the Lord? He's about four years old. And he said, I'm going to give him my sin. <laughs> and I said, how awesome is that? Kids say the neatest things. Listen, what you going to give the Lord? Father, help us. God, I pray that you'd bless. And 
And Lord, here in just a few moments, God, as we give just a moment of invitation and, and Lord, we finish the rest of our night with our meeting. God, I pray that you'd help us and bless us. And God, may everything that we do bring honor and glory to your name. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed and the Lord's speaking to your heart, maybe you just want to come love on the Lord for a minute, then I encourage you, you just come.